Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Hey, Super Awesome listeners, Matt here. We're taking a couple of weeks off this summer. This week, we're highlighting our do play at a wedding mix versus last week's do not play at a wedding mix. Enjoy it, and we'll be back with new episodes soon. Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? We are doing real well. Or I'm doing real well. I assume you're also doing well. I'm just answering for you. <laughs> now, you often speak in the royal we. So That's true. I, yeah. I actually assumed you were just speaking about yourself, but I probably know you better than the listeners. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. Um, thank you for asking. <laughs> I should just start answering that like a normal human being. I, you would think after almost sixty episodes, I'd figure that piece out. Nope, still haven't. Still haven't. Still I haven't. think I come at you. You know, I come at you with so much energy that you're just not. You're not sure how to answer. Like you feel like you need I, to come up with something. Right. You know? I'm almost never prepared for it. I mean, we. <laughs> And I know exactly that you're going to ask that question, yeah. and and it catches me by surprise every week. So, every oh, week. one of these days, though, I am going to trip you up and just throw out something different completely, you know? <laughs> right. Well, then I hope our audience just really enjoys like a, a long pregnant pause of just, <laughs> I have no idea what to say. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, uh, but, goodness. You know, speaking of questions being popped, you know, um, we got a... <laughs> I've been working on my segues, as, as listeners know from the last couple of episodes. No, that's good. This is good. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Speaking, so speaking questions of questions being popped. Being popped um, you know, there's, there's that one big question that people often find themselves asking another, and it's, will you marry me? So today's mix is actually um, a wedding mix. And, and more than just it being a wedding mix, why don't you tell everyone why we decided to do a wedding song mix? Yeah, so anyone who's been following the show or has visited our website, superawesomemix.com, you've probably taken a look at um, the event cards that we offer up. And we've had a lot of uh, happily, now happily married couples take advantage of that for a little party favor at their weddings. And in interacting with those couples and helping them make their mixes, we get so many questions about what's a good song for a wedding and, and all of that. And so we thought, you know what, we should bring this to the masses and uh, put together a little wedding mix for everybody. Yeah, I, I loved this uh, this exercise. And you're absolutely right. Like our wedding cards have been a huge hit. They're a lot of fun. It's like way better than, I don't know, like something else you might get at a wedding. Although I've heard of people getting like iPods at certain weddings. This is what? probably not better than an iPod. <laughs> like back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> what, wedding? what wedding was this? They're giving away a whole iPod. <laughs> I run with a very cool circle, Matt. Let me just say. God, we had like a popcorn bar, I think. Like just different popcorns. You've got an iPod? Jeez. All right. I may have just bought myself the iPod and put it in the bag to make myself feel better. That, 
You got me. All that right, would you be got pro- me. Okay, that sounds more realistic. Yeah, you got me. Um, uh, but you're right. It is a pretty cool takeaway uh, for everybody because. You know, as you know, with the mixtape cards, we put together your mix. And, of course, you can do that on any of your services. But, you know, some people are on Spotify. Some people are on Apple Music. Some people are on Amazon Music. All the different services out there. But we take care of that for you. And it's a cool little card to get a little QR code on there. And it takes people um, right to uh, right to your mix. So they're never going to forget it. Um, so it's a, a nice little party favor that we could... Uh, we could put out there for you but what to put on that mix that that is the big question and so hopefully today's mix will help people uh along that path yeah let's do it let's get into it yeah okay so your first pick and uh, i love this song so i'm interested to hear you talk about it uh you picked crazy in love which of course beyonce featuring her husband jay-z yeah, I so I immediately thought of this mix whenever we started this song, whenever we started to put together this mix. This is one of my all-time favorite from, you know, from Beyoncé. This is one of her uh I believe first single off of her, you know, her first solo career album. And I was obsessed with this song in high school. I played it all the time in my car. It was like one of my favorites. It is just such a happy beat. What I really like, too, is the background of it, knowing that um, at this point they were not married. And, of course, now they're very happily married and they have been for some time. And so what a great way to kick off a wedding mix than with two people who found themselves to be, you know, happily married all these years later. Um, and the lyrics are great. The, you know, the, the it's such an upbeat, happy mood. There's a lot of that on this mix. I really enjoy listening to these songs. I just thought I would kick us off with this mix, uh, Crazy in Love, because ideally that's what you're feeling on your wedding day, right? Like, I, I certainly would hope so. Um, and so why not celebrate love on, on such a happy, joyous day? Yeah, I, uh, I love it. I love the song. Obviously, this is a great, great to play at your wedding because it's going to get everybody on the dance floor. Like, they're going to get into it. I also thought about this. So what I had in mind when I put together mine were a lot of first dance songs, right? So what, would, mm. what, what could people play for their first dance? Um, and I thought about this in that context. I think it's doable, but I also thought most couples, and I, I would love to hear, um, you know, feedback on social media about this, but I feel like most couples have one person who's a little bit better of a dancer or more willing to dance than the other. I feel like that's pretty common. Like you rarely get, I guess there's those couples on TikTok, right, that are both dancers, but every now and then you get the ones, I think by and large, it's like one one person who's really into dancing or who can dance and sure. the other who maybe can't. <laughs> right. And then in, in some scenarios, as I'm sure we've all attended, there's the scenario where we're both can cannot dance, <laughs> which is well, always that's, fun. That's true. And for that, I would say don't play this song as a first dance, <laughs> right. right? This is but like advanced level, yes. <laughs> this is advanced level. And yeah, my whole point in bringing that up is that, yes, you will, you'll you'll need to choreograph, I think, a little bit if this is going to be your first dance song. But absolutely, this should be played at the wedding because, you know, people are going to love it and they're going to get out there and dance. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we just did a mix on, on walk-up music. So even if this isn't a song that you're going to dance to, this could be like a reception walk-up music, you know, for you as a as a new couple, the, the two of you walking in um, with a song. I think that would make quite the entrance. I agree. That's a great call. That's a great call. And maybe a good call for another mix, too. Yeah. I like so it. Yeah. Let, let's, let's keep that one in mind. 
All right. Well, as you are walking in uh, crazy in love, you should also hope that this will be an everlasting love, which is your first pick in our second track by Natalie Cole. Tell me about that one. Yeah. So love the energy in this one. Uh, Of course, any fans of the Lindsay Lohan vehicle, The Parent Trap, will know this song from the closing credits when, spoiler alert, 20-year-old movie spoiler alert, once again on the show, uh, they get back together. Okay, the parents get back together. Um, I've got more thoughts on that movie. It's actually like a 50-year-old movie because there was an original that was remade uh, with Lindsay Lohan. But... um, Anyway, I've got other thoughts on that movie, but you know, not no time for that right now. Uh, but no, yeah, no. just Natalie Cole's voice is amazing, and uh, it's an upbeat, fast-paced song. I don't think it's so fast that you couldn't make this your first dance song and not need a ton of choreography. Like I think that's mm-hmm. workable um, it, because it's just kind of a fun song and it's energetic. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a great, it's just the, the perf, maybe the perfect wedding song, I dare say. I, I just Ooh. really love this in a lot of ways. Yeah. All right. All right. You know what I could, like, what I thought of when I played this is, and I, I can't think of any examples of it being played in a romantic comedy, a rom com film, but I feel like instantly I felt like I was watching a montage of like a couple getting to know each other, walking in the park, hand holding, going on dates. Like, I don't know, maybe they're in a kitchen throwing flour at each other, like whatever, whatever goofy, quirky thing. Like you could set that scene to this song and it would be wonderful, right? Like that's the mood of the song. So perhaps if this is, I'm going to be the counter to your first dance, uh, apparently on this mix. If you're looking for a place to place this song in your wedding mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. want to dance to it, perhaps this is what you set the the couple's montage to. You know, like the two of oh, you. Oh, a little slideshow. A little slideshow slide action. action. Throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. You know, I, I love. Like that'd be, that'd be yeah. cute. I agree. I agree. It's a great song for a montage. And uh, I love that you brought up the, you know, scene where the couple is cooking together and like playfully like throwing stuff at each other while they're right. doing Because right. I could tell you like we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. My wife and I have never done that. Right. Like in. <laughs> I... All right. Well, and I, and I don't think you. it would go over well if I'm just like thro- indiscriminately throwing flour in the kitchen <laughs> while we're trying to accomplish so... a task. <laughs> Oh, my heart is so happy right now because I I can report that in the two years that I've been dating my girlfriend, uh, we she did throw flour at me when we were baking bread one time in an attempt to you know to try the cutesy scene, but instead it, I was just caught by so much surprise and then there was a huge mess and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so. I can tell you, it doesn't work as well as it seems to in films. <laughs> I thought I was kind of, I was kind of hoping, not that I wish ill upon you, but that you were going to tell me you also got like an eye infection from the flower. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, it's it got a, really dark. Right? It's actually a terrible idea. I almost lost my left eye. Yeah, <laughs> it really didn't go well. Oh goodness, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's keep the mix going here. Uh, you go with uh, another, you know, all timer. Ain't no mountain high enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Yes. Um, my goodness, I like cannot believe that you know I say this all the time but this was uh, came out in 1967 and here we are well over 50 years later still playing the song still loving the song love the opening to it it's just instant joy from the second you hit play um I think the lyrics are you know like they're great like there's just timeless lyrics uh, this feeling of just like you cannot keep me away from you right no matter what what is in the way 
one of the reasons I, I liked this song is because it also makes me think of what I would call the exact opposite song, which I thought about putting on here, which is from Flight of the Concords, the song If You're Into It. Whenever Brett <laughs> writes a song, originally he was going to write a song where he's like, where I would do all these things. And then Jermaine was like, well, would you? And he's like, well, no. So then he writes a song <laughs> that's much more down to earth and realistic. And so, you know, he's got the lyrics of like, if you want me, I could hang around with you <laughs> if that's what you're into. You know, if that's, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> So, um, I didn't go with that pick. I don't think, you know, that might fly at some weddings. I think it'd be kind of funny if people are, you know, into Flight of the Concords. It'd be a, maybe a deep cut. Um, you know, not a lot of people watch that show. It's great. But this one instead, I think, is going to, you know, bring the crowd, getting them moving. It's a lot of fun. It brings great energy. And it's, uh, yeah, just everlasting. Yeah, I agree. And it's always fun. We've talked about on the show before these songs that really are just timeless. That it's like, you know, even now, I think the first time my kids heard this, when it just like randomly came on the radio, they loved it because I think it's just great energy and, and the lyrics are straightforward enough. Anybody can understand it, uh, yeah. but also just great. So it's not like, you, I mean, you could have really simple lyrics, but still have them be great lyrics at the same time. So totally. Yeah. Um, yeah but just great pace to the song. Again, going back to my you know thought in my mind, could this be a first dance song? Absolutely could. You know, a lot of fun. And you don't necessarily have to. And it's not so fast that you couldn't dance to it either. So Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, great pick. All right. Your next pick uh, actually comes off of your Desert Island mix. So we see So Damn Lucky by Dave Matthews. And I believe I know why, but I'm going to let you tell that story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was our first dance song at our wedding. And so I felt like it had to be on a wedding. I can't like say if I'm picking songs that this wouldn't be on it, right? Right, um, right. But, th but this is a great song. It's a more recent song. Um, obviously great for a first dance because it's a little slower. But also going back to your point, also a really good one for um, like a montage. If you're putting together a slideshow for the wedding, uh, this would be another good pick for that. So, um, yeah, no, just a, just a great pick overall. Maybe even a cocktail hour song. If you, if you Ooh, don't want yeah. to make it your first dance song, right? I could see that. I could see that. No, it's cute. It's it's really nice. You know, as I said um, in the other recording, it's it's just, it's a great song to kind of remind yourself to be grateful. You know, he's writing all about how he feels very, like, lucky and blessed. And, and after he had, like, this, you know, almost terrible accident, he realizes to be grateful for all the things he has in his life is a good reminder uh, to just do that, you know, check in with yourself every often. And I think a marriage is another time to do that. You're around family, friends, you're you're marrying someone you love, like all wonderful things to be grateful for. So I agree. It's it's a nice pick. Nice. Um, all right. Your pick. Um, and I love this one. I kind of forgotten about this one. So I was glad that you put this on the mix. You picked Marry You by Bruno Mars. Yeah, oh, I mean, just instant good vibes in the song, right? Like you hit play and you just immediately feel like your life is actually a, a, like a movie, right? Like it it has that just magic quality to it to where you can just, it starts playing out and, um, you know, they kind of designed it in a sense of, I think they, they wrote the song with kind of a movie in their mind, if I remember reading these notes correctly. And it, it really plays that way. Like, I think it, it, it does a great job at that. And, of course, there are a lot of amazing um, wedding videos that people have set to this song on YouTube. Like, you can fall down a rabbit hole watching a lot of them. And they're all cute and fun and adorable. And I just love the energy of it. So, um, and it's got an appropriate title. You know, I, I pulled a page from your book, Matt, and I just... <laughs> Yeah, does Sam understand the assignment? Yes, he does. <laughs> right. There it is. Yeah, marry you. Yep, <laughs> check. 
<laughs> but you know what? You're right. It, you kind of bring up a good point there is you, you said it was almost written, almost like it was written for a specific movie. But yeah, it's amazing sometimes with these pop songs, how they are able to kind of dial in a certain mood and lyrics and pace and all of that to make it so, sort of something that's going to be playable over and over again. And I think that kind of right. falls into this category that if you're a wedding DJ, you can absolutely put this on. Nobody's going to be offended by it. Everyone's going to be like, it's a good song. And I don't think this is so overplayed that people would kind of roll their eyes on it. Like something like right. uh, like one that really gets me is like Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, I knew right? you were going to say that. Yep. <laughs> That's one. People yeah. love that song, but I've heard it so many times that I'm like, right. I don't want to hear it anymore. And uh, right. this is not at all in that category. So if this is played at a wedding, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this song. Oh, great song, you know, and you're kind of into it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, speaking of songs that um, I know I am not tired of, and uh, my heart melted whenever I started playing this one, your pick, uh, track six. God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Fantastic song. Yeah, and I think the older I get, I feel like the more I appreciate this song, just in so Mm -hmm. many ways, like the music, uh, what they do with their voices, the lyrics, all of it, I think is just incredible. Um, And so it's just really good. I mean, this is a good first dance song. This is a good montage song. This is great cocktail. I mean, you can play this at any point and, and people are going to be into it, even in the middle of the reception. If you just want to slow it down for a second, go ahead and play it. Or this is something I talk about when putting together wedding mixes. If it's just a song you love, because this is a great song, great sentiment, everything. You don't have to have the DJ play it. You can just throw it on your wedding mix. And then later yeah. people are like, oh, I, this is a great song, and I associate it with this couple. Right. And, you know, they will appreciate your great taste in music because even Paul McCartney has noted that this is the best song ever written. And so... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but what does he know? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That's what. Nothing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. This is a, a, a lovely song. It is timeless. No, nice it bit. really is. Yeah. Um, so speaking of songs that I, I think will become timeless, I think this is going to be in that category because I think it's, it's kind of well on its way, but a more recent song. Um, you've got I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you know what was so funny? The thing that... um, So this was another song that popped in my head whenever we were putting this mix together, so I threw it on here. And then as I'm doing research on it, I learned that it was actually not strictly like a love song, and it wasn't even supposed to be written to another person. But then in um, either, you know, just in recording, or maybe he was pressured by producers or something, but they threw in like a quick little bridge where 
it made it obvious that he was talking to someone. But he had originally intended to write it just as kind of a love song to yourself, like to be you and and um, like not yeah not worry about being you and and that like your love is our love and so on, which I really like and I think that's also appropriate being in a relationship, right? Like even knowing that, I think like sure, love yourself and it's going to make it easier for other people to love you. We've talked about that a lot and that's like thematically present in a lot of music. Anyway, after I learned that, I thought, well, should I still keep this song on here? And I was like, yes, absolutely, I should. (laughs) Well, part of it, yeah, nobody knows that. Because I was at, the first note I put is I was actually at a wedding where this was the first dance song. And (laughs) it it absolutely works. And at no point was I like, I don't think the song is what they think it means. You know, it's it's not at all obvious in the lyrics, I don't think, um, that... You know, it, it's it's not about sort of a couple being together. So right um, no, I I think it's I, I don't know. I think it still works, and I think that's an important component of a of a relationship. I'm I'm totally with you there. So nice, um, yeah, good pick. And again, I think it went through a stretch where it was a little bit overplayed on the radio, mm-hmm. um, but that kind of died down, and now it's just kind of back to being. You know, not quite in the category with the Bruno Mars song as far as obscurity goes, but definitely more. It's just a good song. It's just a good song uh, either way. But yeah, very good for weddings. Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, track eight, we've got another classic. This mix is so good. Overjoyed by Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I've been on a big Stevie Wonder kick lately. Like, I keep, like, going back to a lot of his music, and I'm just like, oh, that's a great song. Oh, that's a great one. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah. It is, and I thought about putting something, like, kind of bigger on this song, like Signed, Sealed, Delivered, right? Like a bigger Stevie Wonder, but I landed on Overjoyed because I think it falls into that category of songs that um, they're they're well-known. Like, this, this this is a known song. But not super obvious, like in, in his catalog. I agree. And so, but once people hear it, it's just like it's such a beautiful song, and you know, kind of falls into the Matt category of like lyrically heavy, but but still just like really good. You know, for you know, he says, "For did my dreams come true when I looked at you?" You know, like it's just these words that he puts together. It's just like one thing after another that I think it's just beautiful. And then just the title overjoyed, hopefully on your wedding day, that's what you are. You're overjoyed. I hope so. Yeah. I, I love this song. I mean, of course, Stevie Wonder's voice is just absolutely stunning. It's so beautiful. I love the lyrics um, in the outro. You know, he says here, and though the odds say improbable, what do they know for in romance, all true love needs is a chance. And I just really love that. You know, I think like a lot of times um, people can look at a, a couple or they can look at their own relationship and they can wonder like truly yeah like how does this work but it just does and like you roll with it <laughs> and i think that's what's so lovely uh, about certain relationships right um so yeah great i feel like my right? wife I like and this. i get that sometimes like how does that work <laughs> together right <laughs> <laughs> But here you are. You're you're doing it, man. Here we you're are, and it. that's that. Look, just so everyone knows, that's a knock on me. Okay, like I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm much more. Right. I'm much more like Larry David. Okay, in this relationship <laughs> with my wife. Okay, everybody loves her, and then they're just like, okay, so this is your husband. Okay, interesting. <laughs> is it like a charitable thing, or what's going yeah. on? <laughs> Did you lose a bet? Is it? Uh, it's like that overboard movie. Is that what's going on? You have amnesia? <laughs> Can't remember your actual head. 
Um, That's great. (laughs) All right. So you pick another uh, just amazing song, beautiful song here, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, just another one where I felt myself just melting at the opening notes. I, I love this song so much. Still, you know, so cute. I really think, you know, not a knock on, on modern love songs because there are definitely some great ones, but there's just something so magical about love songs written in the 60s, right? Like the, it's like poetry. <laughs> like there's, there's something just so special to it that it's, I would just say maybe rarer to find that in today's uh, love songs. But back then it just seemed like everyone could just like crank out beautiful uh, poetic music like this um, that just made you feel, just made you feel the love coming through the words being sung. And I think this is just one of those songs uh, that does that really well. So had to put this on. I think also this was a, you know, this is a throwback for our show, but I believe this was a song that, you know, was always being played in my, in my car rides with my parents. Right. So this is like the, the forever oh, playlist. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so dust off that list and, and add this one on there. Um, that so on. it brings, <laughs> brings back a lot of memories from, from my childhood and my parents listening to this song. So I love it. I, I think it's a beautiful song that could play at any wedding and people will really enjoy that. Well, and I think you're right about songs like love songs in the 1960s. If you think about just this song as an example, there's not a whole lot of production value going on here. This is really just them singing and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's exactly. really all there is to it. And obviously there's a little bit of music in the background, but um, yeah, uh, you're, I think you're exactly right. I think that's why it maybe I don't know, resonates a little bit more, at least in my mind that, um, compared, compared to maybe something more modern that is a little bit more produced and, and just has more going on in it. Um, the other thing I, I wrote down when thinking about the song was just like karaoke alert, do not sing this song. Cause it's a much tougher <laughs> song than you think to sing. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Unless you just have like a gorgeous voice, maybe I mean, maybe don't pick this one. <laughs> the high notes at the end, I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> guys, like do yourself a fa- I know it's going to seem romantic. And if you're super drunk, maybe just go for it. But sure, sure. If you've you know got your wits about you. the echo. Yeah. yeah. If you've got your wits gonna... about you, don't just avoid this one at karaoke night. <laughs> All right, um, here we go. Track 10, another timeless classic. I mean, actually, according to Billboard, it's the 50th most popular wedding song. So, of course, you have to have it on your own mix. (laughs) It is Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Okay, is this the first time for the king on Super Awesome Mix? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Amazing. Um, you know, my daughter has gotten into, like, she'll get into some older music from time to time. So she was asking about Elvis recently. So we've been listening to a lot of the Elvis channel and she was like, you know, what was he the best at? Why is he so like well-known? And I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't have the best voice, right? He's got a good voice, but not the best voice. It's not like he's the best guitar player or something like that. And I said, you know, I think he was just the best performer, right? So if you go back and look at some youtube clips of just old elvis like singing this i mean the crowd he's just got the crowd in the palm of his hand right like Mm -hmm. it's just incredible what control he has over the crowd and again he's got a good voice i think this is again from a karaoke standpoint (laughs) probably more singable you could pull this one off sure um and i don't want to hear from any ub40 fans out there about the remake they did in the early 90s okay we're going to discount that (laughs) All right. There are a lot of covers. To There's a lot of covers, and <laughs> some are done really well, 
right? But yeah, yeah. But I went back to to the original for this one for for Elvis, and uh, yeah, just had to put this one on the wedding mix. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he has just a presence about him, and I think that that's why he dominated music so well because it it was like. It wasn't just one thing they did really well. It was like the combination of all of these things that came together. There was like, you know, the, the sum is greater than the whole or the, I never know how to say that phrase. <laughs> the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, right? The, uh, That's what that is? No, the. <laughs> the whole, the. the sum of the. <laughs> Listeners, please help. The whole, <laughs> yeah, what is that? I know what you're saying. Like you know, the individual right. parts aren't necessarily great, but when you bring it all together. That's what that's what yeah. It like adds up to something even more, right? Yes. Like it becomes more than just the sum of its parts. Yeah. That's, that's, we need a new phrase for that ASAP because I need something easier to say, people. <laughs> All right. Well, like okay, I'm going to say sports terms. It's like the the team, the collection, the the whole team together is better than any individual player might be. Something like that. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe I like it. Yeah. All okay. Right. Anyway, great pick, Matt. Great pick. <laughs> Moving on. Well, you go to your last pick. You went with, uh, as we as we struggle to remember what this phrase is, okay, ironically, we get to the song Unforgettable by Natalie Cole and her father, Nat King Cole. Yeah. Oh, this is, um, this is such a beautiful song. I, I love it sung by the two of them because, uh, of course, there's versions where it's just sung by him. But um, I just, the, the back and forth between them, she has such a beautiful voice. Of course, she made an appearance on this very mix much earlier. So I think it was funny that we both uh, featured a song by Natalie Cole. But um, I just immediately think of weddings when I think of this song. I, I'm sure that people have used this as like a first dance or a last dance or, you know, some point in the night this song is being played. And, and I'm not mad about it. Like, I never tire of hearing this. I think the lyrics are, are gorgeous. I think the mood is so pretty. It will like slow you down. It just makes you appreciate the moment. Um, it's a yeah, it's a it's a beautiful song, and I will play it in and outside of weddings all day long, and, and really enjoy it. So I had to throw that as my last uh, last pick. Well, I've heard this as a um, mother son dance song, and mm. maybe father daughter as well. Like just that those dances. I can see that. Which again, like a couple of great suggestions there for your mix, like put those songs on your mix as well. So not just your first song, but those other songs, right? Um so yeah, and this was pretty groundbreaking when it came out because it was obviously Natalie Cole redoing a, a famous song by her father who had passed away at that point and then they were kind of dubbing in his voice. And so this was like a big deal when this came out. I remember that and I think it won several Grammys as a result. Um, I also think the sentiment here is absolutely true. Like, even if you get divorced seven times, I bet that first wife is still unforgettable in some way, shape, or form, right? Sure. There's, yep. there's probably a story there, but I, I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to find out um, if, if that is true. But I'm just imagining that that all the wives yeah. would be, or, or husbands, would be unforgettable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, our last pick of this mix is yours, and it is You're All That I Need to Get By by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Another appearance by these two. <laughs> yeah. Again, and maybe we talk about this too much, but it's not like we share notes prior to making our picks. And so right? we both picked the Natalie Cole song, and we both picked Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Uh, I went with You're All I Need to Get By, a little bit of a slower song from them, but um, it kind of picks up at the end. 
So I feel like if this is going to be your first dance song, you can kind of start to break it down near the end a little bit. You know, if you if if one of you really can dance, you can maybe break off and uh, and and really get into it. Um, I also just like the way they vocally go back and forth in yes. this one. I think that's mm-hmm. just so well done. And of course, they do it in all of their duets, right? Like that's kind of the nature of a duet. But I think the way they do it here, where it, God, they're they're singing so softly, it's almost like they're talking to each other, like that they're barely singing. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I couldn't agree more. I love that about this song. Uh, if you've also recently watched the movie Coda, which won Best Picture, um, that's the song in Coda that they practice to each other over and over throughout the film. And, you know, they're, they also do that very well where it's like they just, I love how they just barely overlap, right? Like, it's, yes, that's it's right. Not like a full, it's not a full handoff. And what's so interesting is what I learned is that they actually recorded these separate because one of them had an injury and they couldn't make it into the studio. And I wonder if even, like, I wonder if it wouldn't have been that way if they recorded it together at the same time. If maybe there would have been a pause between them as, you know, you'd naturally do in a conversation. Right. But because they were separate and you had the producers just be able to mash it up just ever so slightly like that. It is beautiful. It's like they just hand off to one another um, in this kind of like yearning conversation. Oh, it's so great. I love this song. I was really happy you put it on here. Yeah, no, this is a this is a great one. I mean, and so is "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." I mean, that I, anything by these two is is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard to go wrong. So we only picked two of their songs. Um, but there you have it. It's another super awesome mix for your collection, this time focusing on weddings. And of course, this is not a comprehensive list. There's so many different points in the wedding where you could use so many different songs um, but and, and so many different choices there for any one of those songs. But you can put them all on your wedding mix and put them on a mixtape card and let everyone uh, remember forever uh, the event that they went to when you two got married. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, your picks are your own. Like we are here to help you if you'd like and and suggest some songs like we did today on this mix. But if you wanted to put together a mix of Nine Inch Nails and Nirvana as your wedding mix, go for it. Like we are here for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're never like, why did they pick that? We're more just like, oh, good call. Okay, interesting. Yeah, like we more get excited at all these picks than anything else. Exactly. It's an opportunity for you to, you know, like you could you could pick the 12 songs or five songs or 20 songs that um, you know, mattered most to your relationship. Like, what were you two listening to as, as you got to know each other? What did you exchange? It's, again, the joy of a mixtape uh, brought to life and and that joy of, like, handing someone something physical when you make it. So definitely check it out, superawesomemix.com. Click on events or click on any of those big buttons that say, like, share your mix or, or make your mix, and, and you'll get on your way. That's right. And of course, you can also follow us on Instagram at superawesomemix, but we'll go back to work on our next mix. So for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you then. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com. And this is the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplyco.com.